Yo, what's going on everybody? I hope you all are staying encouraged, staying motivated, staying focused during this time. I want to take this opportunity just to share this word with you today, just to encourage you um, and to keep you moving forward towards your destiny. Even uh, during this time that we're in, it's a lot of craziness going on. Um, but I'm glad to see, as I've always said, that people are standing up, people are rising up. People are speaking out against what is just unjust, rather, and people are praying like never before um, because we need God in this time like never before. Um, and, and I believe that God's word is always relevant. No matter what's going on in our world, you know, whether it's disease that's been going on for the last few months or whether it's injustice that has been going on, um, God's word is relevant for any time that we are in. Um, so I wanted to take this opportunity and share this with you. And so, you know, during this time, you know, especially with um, the last couple of weeks um, with the uprising, uh, people speaking out against the injustice, the racism, um, murder that is taking place, um, you know, corrupt law enforcement, things like that. You know, with the rise of, of this movement again uh, during this time, you know, I think that all of us are um, over inundated with voices, with a lot of different voices. There are voices that are coming from all different directions, man. Um, sometimes I even, I even have to take a moment and take a break. You know, from scrolling my phone because it's so many different, you know, things and opinions about what we need to do during this time, what we need to do about the coronavirus, what we need to do um, about, you know, Black Lives Matter, what we need to do. You know, some people are saying, just pray, just pray, just pray. Some people are saying, just, you know, tear up in the streets, protest, protest, protest. Some people are saying, oh, it's all about the president. Get him out of there and everything's going to be straight. Some people are saying, oh, man, we got to defund the police. So some people, you got to vote and all of these different things, right? And some of these are valid, some are not, right? But my thing, my point is that there's so many different opinions, so many different voices, so many different, you know, people in our community saying, hey, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to go here. You got to sign this. You got to be in that, right? And like I said, some things are good. Some things are not. But my point in that is that, you know, we're being pulled in different directions with so many voices from all these different people. And so I want to encourage you with this, right? During this time that we're in, during this time that we even opening back up from the COVID, during this time that we are speaking up about social injustice, I want to encourage you with this, that whatever you do, whatever you do in this season, make sure you are doing that because of the fear of the Lord and not because of the fear of man. Make sure that whatever you are signing yourself up for is because it is because of the fear of God and the reverence for God in your heart and not because of the fear of what people may or may not think what people may or may not say, what that particular, your particular platform may or may not, what the comments may or may not look like during this season, right? Make sure that you are doing whatever you're doing. Make sure that if you're protesting, do it because of the fear of God in your heart and God, and you feel like that's the way you want to speak out for injustice. If you're praying, do it because you care about people and you care about going before the throne of God. If you're signing petitions, do it because you care and because of what God is placing in your heart. Don't, don't go vote because, you know, someone told you to vote. Vote because you believe that's the right thing to do and that's what God is leading you to do. Don't just protest because people in your neighborhood are saying do it. Do it not do it because of the fear of God in your heart. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. In the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 15, God comes to the king, uh, rather the king Saul in the book of Samuel, but we're dealing with King Saul. God comes to King Saul, the king of Israel at that time. And he gives them clear instructions on how to deal with a particular group of people, right? He gives them clear instructions for how to move the country, how to move the military, all of these things, right? And God gives King Saul these instructions. And you know what Saul decides to do? Saul decides that he's going he's gonna to follow the instructions 
you know, halfway. He's going to half do the instructions. He's all right, God, I'll do, I'll do this part. But, you know, I'm going to leave the other part out because, you know, I'm just going to, you know, I'll, I'll just, I'll just kind of make up my own thing. Right. And this is what Saul does. And then in that same chapter, first Samuel chapter 15, the prophet Samuel comes to Saul and he confronts him about it. He's like, yo, God told you to do this thing over here. Yo, God told you to deal with this over here. And what, what, why is it not complete? Like what you been doing? Right. What you been doing? Why you, why you ain't following instructions? Right. I'm paraphrasing that. Go back and read first Samuel 15. And so this is what he says in, in, in verse number 24 in 1 Samuel chapter 15. It says, then this is what King Saul says. It says, then Saul admitted to Samuel, yes, I have sinned. I have disobeyed your instructions and the Lord's command. For I was afraid of the people and did what they demanded. He says, I was afraid of the people and I did what the people demanded of me. I, I did not fear God. But I feared man. I feared the people more than I feared God. And I want to encourage you today not to fall in that same trap. And that begin to move because like I said, we got so many people telling us this. So many people telling us that. Some things are good. Some things we need to be doing. Some things are bad. Some things we don't need to be doing. But I want to encourage you to not be like Saul and say, you know what? I only did this because I was afraid of what people would say about me. Or I was afraid of what people wouldn't say about me. Or I was afraid of how my community would think or how my friends would think or how the people I go, whatever the case may be. And I want to encourage you with that today to begin to re-examine, do I fear God more than I fear man? The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 25, verse 29, and we're going to hang in Proverbs for a second. It says, fearing people is a dangerous trap, but trusting the Lord means safety. And what I mean by the fear of God, by the fear of the Lord a fear of the Lord, and it's not just not just a fear like I'm terrified, like I'm scared, right? But more so a reverence for him and awe of him, a godly attention on him and his word. And I love this one definition I, I saw. It says the fear of the Lord is taking God seriously, taking God seriously. And what I mean by that, I don't mean just being serious, like serious in the sense of that I'm mad or something like that, but taking God and what he says seriously, right? So I take it seriously when God says he loves me. I take it seriously when God says he cares about me. I take it seriously when God says he's a just God and he does not, he does not stand for injustice. I take it seriously when God says he, he can do all things. I take it seriously when he says that he will heal me, that he will deliver me. I begin to take the things that he's promised to me. I begin to take those seriously. And so when I say fear of God, I'm not saying that you walk around and, oh God, he's going to get me. I'm not talking about that religious foolishness where God is waiting to strike you down with a lightning bolt. I'm not talking about that mess. I'm talking about taking him seriously in the sense that what his word says, he means that. So his word says that, hey, you need to be standing up here and there. You need to be standing up for these people. He means that. His word says, I love you more than anything. And, and as the Bible says, there's no height, no depth, no angel, no demon, no trial that will stop me from getting my love to you. Take it seriously when he says that. When he says that I will save you if you will call upon my name. Take it seriously when he says that. He says that if you will humble yourself and return to me and seek my face and ask for forgiveness and ask for deliverance, I will make sure that I send my Holy Spirit into your life to do a transformation in you because I have your best interest at heart and I am for you and your destiny. Take it seriously when he says that. That is the fear of the Lord. That is the fear of the Lord, knowing that what he says, he means it. He means it. The Bible says in Proverbs, I'm going to give you a couple scriptures in Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. It says, fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom 
and knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. The Bible also says in Proverbs 10 and 27, it says, Fear of the Lord lengthens one's life, but the years of the wicked are cut short. And then lastly, it says in Proverbs 15 and 16, Better to have little with the fear of the Lord than to have great treasure and inner turmoil. Better to have a little bit of followers on Instagram than to have millions and millions and be full of turmoil and not have the fear of God. Better to have a few people. Better to have a couple of friends. <laughs> Better to have a few friends, a little bit of friends, and, 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 and have the fear of the Lord than to have a whole entourage but be operating in the fear of man, scared that if I say what is right, if I say what is true, if I say what is, is just, scared that they'll run away, scared that they'll walk away, scared that they'll withdraw their support. And so I want to encourage you today, I don't know if that sounded like encouragement or not, but I want to encourage you today to begin to re-examine the fear of the Lord in your heart. Like I said, not fear like you're terrified, not he's something waiting with some lightning bolts ready to strike you at the moment you mess up. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about a reverence for him and an awe of him, awe of him and to the point where now I take it seriously when he says when he lays out his word and his plan for my life. I, and you know what? Begin to examine the words of God spoken over your life, the prophecies that you receive, the encouragements of your destinies. Begin to take it seriously when God says, man, I'm going to open doors for you. I'm going to bless you like never before. I'm going to move you into a place. To begin to take it seriously, that word that he gave you in, in January when he said 2020 is going to be the best year of your life. And it may not look like that right now, but begin to re-examine it and say, God, you were serious about that thing. And I'm going to begin to trust you and begin to, to re-establish the fear of the Lord in my heart and what, for what he has for me. And so I want to encourage you with, the, with that today. I hope you receive something from that today. And from this point over, from this point forward, rather, begin to no longer walk in the fear of man. Whatever it is you're doing, whatever it is you are standing up, whatever it is you are speaking out, remember, make sure you're doing it because of the fear of the Lord and not because of the fear of what this person or that person may or may not say. And so I hope you receive that today. I hope you are encouraged with that on today. And I'll catch y'all next week with some more. All right. Peace.